What's up, my party people? It is June 20th, 2020, and it's currently 1.39 a.m. And the podcast is dropping at 12 noon, June 20th. 2020 yeah weird okay yeah and welcome to the everyday eddie podcast it is not a professional podcast but it's a professional something um i just want to start off um by saying that today's episode is going to be short not for the usual reason i managed to work around that and kind of get my laptop working again but um it's short because it's not really much to talk about lately nothing's really got the brain juices flowing but However, I did want to talk about one thing, and I kind of wanted to say this. Um, Happy Father's Day. Yes, I know Father's Day is tomorrow, but I just want to take a minute and sort of thank the people, not just in my life, but the people in my friend's life, um, father figures, mentors, um, step-parents, people who made the people in my life who they are today. Um, I'm just like, thank you. Because I love my dad. I love my brother. I love my brother's friends. Um, my brother's friends are more mentors to me. A lot of them. But my brother, um, definitely when my dad was in Iraq, uh, has always been a father figure to me, especially with a 14-year age difference, 14, 15-year age difference. Um, so sometimes he doesn't always feel like my brother. Sometimes he actually feels like my dad. Um, and my dad, who, with everything that he's gone through throughout his life, um, being the man that he is and raising me to be the man and the person and the human being that I am today, um, I really just big thank yous to them and also big thank yous to... I know some of my friends, their fathers aren't in their lives for various reasons. Um, so, for whatever reason that they're not, that's positive, I want to say Happy Father's Day. And for every reason that's negative that their fathers aren't in their lives, uh, a giant fuck you, because my friends turned out just fine without you. But also, you know, you donated your sperm, and my friends are great, so thank you for that you piece of shit (laughs) but no on a on a serious note though like anyone who's had a positive um and fatherly impact on the lives of my friends and my loved ones thank you um that really you helped form the person that is now in my life and I cherish them I love them and I am glad that they turned out how they are because of you, good and bad. So, yeah, that's that's all I can say. It's just one big positivity note there. Um, Happy Father's Day. So, um, being that it is Father's Day tomorrow um i just want to say uh i know i thank my friends family and my dad and my brother 
um, mostly for being the father figures in my life. <clears throat> but I definitely, definitely, definitely know that without my brother and my dad and various other male mentors that I've had. Sorry, really, really tired. I've been on a really long Netflix binge slash uh, Pokemon binge, so I'm dead. Plus a really whacked out sleep schedule. But, um, yeah, I, like, I've had male coaches, um, a couple male professors that I enjoyed conversating with, but, and maybe, like, a couple celebrities that I may have idolized, or I think are cool, but honestly, my role models are definitely my brother and my dad, to no exception, um, my brother has always been there for me, even when he was busy, he always made time for me, um, he always hits me up, lets me know that it's if I ever need to talk about anything, um, whether it be financials, um, music, comic books, even like my brother likes comic books, not to the same extent that I do, but he still kind of gets it. Um, Power Rangers, um, basically anything that I take interest in, even if he doesn't fully understand it and he makes fun of me for it. Um, it's all from a place of love, and he, he tries to be a person that I can, that I know that I can always reach out to, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, um, and the amount of life lessons that he's taught me, uh, whether he learned it from his friends, uh, from his own life experiences, from my dad, uh, from his dad, like, no matter what, uh, my brother has always been definitely one of my biggest supporters um, probably even more so than my own parents not that I would ever say that to their faces um, but my brother is definitely the biggest impact uh, in my life uh, I was one of the best men at his wedding and I you, I couldn't uh, quote the speech now um, but throughout the course of the night and even, uh, months later, people, like, whenever they showed the video of the speech, they would say, like, people would say, like, oh, wow, your brother, um, really said some nice things, and his speech is really touching, and it's because I meant every word, and I do mean every word. My brother always took care of me, whether I needed a haircut, new clothes, sneakers, um, like, when I went to college, she bought me, like, a bunch of new clothes, um, jeans, shirts, hoodies, a couple new sneakers, just so I can, like, look good, because, you know, college was a once, well, kind of once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me, and he knew how important it was for me to, you know, finally get out from under my parents, um, because I was probably a lot more rebellious than he was. I mean, he had his streak, but I was definitely more willing to butt heads with my parents than he was. Um, and anytime I said thank you to him or offered to pay him back, uh, the only thing he would say to me is like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, when I finally have a kid, make sure you do the same for them. And I'm excited because 
this is my brother's second Father's Day and to a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. And I love that kid, even though I don't really get to see her as much. Though I do promise I am going to go down sometime this year before year ends and see my niece. Um, and I have every intention of keeping that promise from when I was a kid and looking after her. You can even, like, I am going to buy her her, my brother's probably going to listen to this. He's going to play this for my sister-in-law. On God. And I've put this energy into the air multiple times. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy her a pair of Jordans. Maybe not now, because, you know, she's she's growing. Uh, a year old and she's growing. But eventually, I will buy her her first pair of Jordans. Probably probably when I know I'm going to, like, be there for a while. And I'm going to buy her a pair of Jordans. And her and I are going to have a semi-matching outfit. And it's going to be lit. And it's going to be dope. I want to buy her and I matching Jordans. I'm putting it out there. It's in the universe. I'm buying this baby girl matching Jordans that she don't need. But we're going to be rocking Jordans together, best believe. And I'm going to take care of this girl. Because... You know, that not only that she's family, but uh, the way I look up to my brother is the way that I want my niece to look up to me. And I, you know, and I can't even put it into words how much I love my brother. And the same love I have for my brother is the same love I have for my sister-in-law. And it's the same love I have for their child. Like, that's, that's just not something you can fuck with. Um... I rock with my brother. My brother rocks with me. We butt heads. Um, probably not as often as when I was little. Because um, now I probably don't annoy the ever-living piss out of my brother anymore. <laughs> but, you know, that is definitely someone that I idolize. And he's taught me a lot about what being a man is. And for that... I will always love him. I'll always appreciate him. And my brothers, I've probably said this on a couple other podcasts, and I'll say it every day until I die. My brother's my ride or die. Um, You can't fuck with my brother. I'm the only person that can fuck with my brother. Um, I am hella defensive. He could be wrong ten times out of ten. And I will still go to bat for this man. Uh, That's just how much love I have for my brother. And then aside from my brother, there's my dad. My dad, my dad. There's not enough I can say about my dad. Oof. Oof. The one thing I do not talk to my dad about is politics because we go at it. I don't know how we can be on two opposite spectrums. But you know what? It don't matter because at the end of the day, that's my blood. That is the man that's given me so much pride. Uh, I think a lot of the times, my swagger, my confidence in myself, and my confidence in just everything that I do just comes from being so proud and wanting to be just like my dad. I think that's part of the reason why my favorite movie is Lion Gang. It's just that bond between Simba and Mufasa and, like, 
the beginning of the movie, Simba wanted nothing more to be just like his father. And then to lose his father um, and just not know. <sighs> Excuse me, sorry, really tired. But like I said, this isn't a professional podcast. <laughs> um, Simba to lose his father and then not knowing who he is and wondering if he's worthy of being his father's legacy. That hits home for me on so many different levels. Um, but I just, I don't know, from a young age, I've always idolized my dad, and some of my favorite memories are just Thanksgiving uh, or even any day I could skip school, take your kid to work day, which was always my favorite because I usually got to miss two days of school because I would go in with my mom, spend all day in the city in different like health buildings that my mom would work in. And then my parents would meet up in a certain place or my dad would come pick me up and he worked nights and I would just chill take a nap in the car excuse me or at my dad's desk and kind of just relax you know because at the time my dad worked for Con Ed and I'd get to do a bunch of different things like since my dad would be working all around the city he would know like a couple of the cops plus my godfather was a cop so like some people knew him from that and plus, my dad was just a personable guy. Uh, he still is. Uh, don't let him fool you. But uh, a lot of the time, I would go in with him, and I'd take a nap And on Thanksgivings. Oh, that was my favorite part. So the day before Thanksgiving, we'd... I'd have a half day of school, so I'd get out at 12. And... My dad would pick me up. We'd go into the city early, grab lunch or something. Um, so it'd be like lunch or like a couple bagels. And we'd go in. My dad would do his paperwork. I'd chill, get my homework done or whatever I had to do. Sometimes it wasn't homework, sometimes I was just board and I'd play like video games or whatever and then he'd be like all right time to do rounds so since he was a supervisor at this point he would drive around the truck that he had I'm sitting in the front seat chilling and sometimes we'd he'd take his normal car put a little light on it do kind of business we check up on all his guys on the field uh, occasionally some of them would uh be just taking a little nap on their breaks but we'd do that then we'd get dinner chill out for like an hour oh god i'm so sorry my sleep schedule's been fucked uh-huh. but we'd uh chill out for an hour and then we'd go and he'd be like hey you want to see something cool and i'd be like yeah what's going on every year and I knew what was going to happen. But he'd take me. We might talk to a cop or something. A cop would let us in. 
and we'd actually get to go and see the uh, Macy's Day Parade float as they're being blown up. And it was so cool. So, like, we'd walk up and down, see all the floats, and then we'd leave. Uh, we'd do more work. Usually I'd fall asleep for the rest of the night. Or I'd still be up. And then we'd get home. And my mom would have have already started cooking Thanksgiving dinner. And I'd look at the TV and I'd just be so happy and I'd be like oh mommy I saw that one I saw that one getting blown up I saw this one and it was just cool like sometimes if we were in the city late enough from the night before we would actually like stay and watch some of the parade and it was just so cool because I got to see like them being blown up them being deflated and then I think it was like a couple years that I got to go actually see them be deflated which was also really cool. But I don't know. I just have big aspirations. And sometimes I feel like I'm not always living up to them. But my dad lets me know that no matter what's going on, even though he really wants me to like figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life, uh, he always supports me. Even when I'm wrong, he'll lecture me. But then he'll go up to bat for me. He's... Okay, maybe I lied. Maybe my brother isn't a bigger... Okay, my brother and my dad are probably the biggest supporters I have. Um, my, I don't know. My dad just means everything to me. And I know I'm getting up there in age, and which means he's getting up there in age. And a lot of things are going to start to happen. And I, I don't think anyone's ever truly ready to lose a parent. I definitely know that I'm not. And I, if anything happens to my dad, I will be a fucking mess. But I know that if and when that day comes, my friends are going to be there for me. And maybe, like, some of you feel that way about your dads, too. But I don't know. Just with everything that's gone wrong in my life, the pride that I take... And being my father's son and sharing his last name, that's not anything that anyone can take away from me. And when I was younger, even now, whenever I did something wrong, my mom would be like, you're your father's child or you're just like your father. Usually she says that when I do something negative, but no matter what. I'd always be like, yeah, I am. I'm just like my dad. And that's... Because to me, that's not anything wrong. Yeah, my dad's not always the best person. You know, as we get older, we get to see and learn more about our parents. That makes them more human to us. But I like the fact that as I got older, my dad became more human to me. I got to see a lot of the mistakes he made, he was willing to open up more. Um, and after my dad came back from Iraq, there was a rough period where him and I weren't really talking too much. Um, so, uh, not just on my end, but also him, because, you know, how do you readjust to being a part of a family again? 
where you're not constantly at battle. And then for me, it was like, this person that came back, yeah, that's my dad. But even I can realize that that's not the same person as who he was when he left. So, I guess, uh, as I got older, my dad and I started finding small things to bond over, um, which is kind of why I like watching wrestling. Like, yeah, the feats of athleticism are cool and shit, but... I don't know, it was just something my dad started watching when he got back from Iraq. And, you know, being the fact that I was in high school, I kind of started brushing it off, brushing it off, brushing it off. And then the infamous pipe bomb promo from CM Punk in the summer of punk happened. And I sat there and I watched it and I listened to what he said. And then just seeing my dad got excited and then I couldn't believe that he was actually allowed to go on TV and say half the things he said. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And then it just became something my dad and I can do to spend time. Because, you know, me being a teenager and playing video games. And then my dad, before he went to Iraq, he would play video games with me a lot. And when he came back, it wasn't the same. Like, he would play some, but... He was just, there was a disconnect from when I was little to then and as I got older. I mean, he was only gone for a year, but still, that's a year without my father. That's, you know, I'm seven, eight, uh, we would go on vacations, and then, you know, when certain health issues started arising for him, it, it, it just became more difficult for us to kind of gel on certain things, so... I mean, but if you look at it now, I feel like my dad and I gel a lot more now than ever. Because my dad is, my dad's just amazing. Any of my friends who have met my dad will tell you, like, yeah, Eddie's dad's the shit. Like, Eddie's dad, Eddie's dad says some crazy shit, but, you know, I'm proud that he's my father. Uh, I don't think I'd be half as decent of a person than I am if it wasn't for my dad Um, I can't say enough good things about my dad and I can't say enough good things about my brother they're they're just amazing and I'm glad that they're the male figures that I was blessed enough to have in my life because they are great and I can't give them enough flowers they are just chef kiss and I love them I love them I love them I love them alright like I said this wasn't going to be very long and we're about to wrap it up so I can go to bed and you guys can listen to this later today Um, once again thank you for supporting black business Uh, thank you for listening Uh, I love you I appreciate you um I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker Radio, uh, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Radio Breaker, I think I already said. Basically, if you can find a podcast there, just type in Everyday Eddie, I'll pop up. Um, Please, 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 uh, if you can, if you would like to, like this podcast, 
rate this podcast, share this podcast. Um, this is definitely something that I enjoy doing, and, you know, who knows what will happen with this, so I'll take any exposure that you guys are willing to give me. Uh, even if you share it and say, this guy sucks, what the fuck is he talking about? I'll take it, you know, because there's not enough exposure, positivity. I don't know, but I feel like everyone can do to listen to my soft, soothing podcast voice. Um, yeah, but real quick, real quick, before I go, I know I said all that, but before I go, um, Father's Day isn't just for the men in your lives. Um, Father's Day is also for the moms. Um, the single moms, the grandmothers, the grandfathers. Um, really, and it's weird because there's not enough due to single fathers, um, especially single fathers raising their children. That's Y'all are remarkable. The moms who step up when the fathers leave. The grandparents that step up when both parents leave or one parent leaves. That's remarkable. Um, While I do appreciate that, there's still a lack of a... In my opinion, in my opinion, um, a lack of a maternal or paternal figure in your life. As much as one parent of the opposite gender can step into that, you can't really replace that. You can have your mentors, but that resounding figure, whether it be paternal, whether it be maternal, without that figure in your life, I feel like something is still missing. And sometimes you don't find it. Sometimes you find it in your in-laws. Sometimes you find it in a friend's parent. Um, and, you know, that's fine, but, you know, remember the people who step up. It's not always women, it's not always men. It's not even, uh, always, like, a parent, a parent, or a godparent. Sometimes it's your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle that steps up to fill a void in that hole. It's not perfect, but they do the best that they can. Um, and to that extent, um, thank you to the dad friends, you know, the friends, or even the mom friends. Um, happy Father's Day, or, and, you know, Mother's Day passed, but happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day to you too, because sometimes we all have that friend that's like a mom or a dad to us. And they are the ones that look after you, make sure you're safe, make sure you're taken care of. And one of our friends, uh, and like, sometimes it's a joke, but you know, sometimes your friends care about you more than your own parents because you're not always in the best situations. So thank you to the friends that take parental roles. Um, And I know because it's 2020 and a lot of things change, um, 
it's weird to think that so long ago being a man was as simple as getting the girl smoking your cigarettes fixing cars and being into sports and now being in 2020 you know there's no true like everyone has their ideology on what it means to be a man in today's time but in my opinion being a man is stepping up Um, whether it's you made a mistake and you accept responsibility for it whether it's taking charge of a situation or whether it's stepping back and letting someone else take charge of a situation because you know that they're better suited for the task. Um, In my eyes, being a man is knowing when you're needed and falling back when you know you're not. It's being willing to accept responsibility not only for the good things you do, but also the poor things you do. Uh, It's sad when in 2020, you can see that men are not out here being men anymore. Um, Times have changed. You can't be catcalling women out in the street. And I'll admit it, when I was younger, I did some of these things. And not like cat calls. Maybe I've done a couple. Um, uh, but all in all, it's it's twenty twenty. We can't keep calling ourselves men if we're not acting like it. You know, take responsibility. You can't be cat calling women can't be putting your hands on women inappropriately without consent or permission. You can't be, you know, invading women's personal spaces, making them feel uncomfortable, um, putting your hands on women. Um, Yeah, there's instances where it's okay in the bedroom, but that's prior discussion and consent required. You know, you can't call yourself a man if you're out here walking around, putting your hands inappropriately. And I know um, lines are very blurry. Because um, on the one hand, it's, it's very that's our relationship. Um, or trying to find the right words for this is lines because it's the scale of if you're attracted to a person versus if you're not because if you're attracted to someone inappropriate behavior is you don't see it that way but if you're not attracted people are crossing lines and they don't even know it um on all just don't do it If you're not sure if a girl will be okay with something, just don't do it. You know, keep your hands to yourself. You learn that as a kid. Um, You don't touch nobody that doesn't want to be touched. Uh, Don't make suggestive comments. How would you feel if someone... 
and I hate the analogy, like, it shouldn't, because, like, how would you feel if it was someone's, if it was your daughter or your sister that someone was, or your mother that people were doing this to? And you shouldn't have to think about it that way. How would you feel if someone was doing this? Like, yeah, you might be a guy, and it might be, like, yeah, I'd love for a girl to, like, hit on me this way. But at the same time, you would feel uncomfortable after a while. And there's... Not, only, not just as men, man. As a society, we need to do better. There, there's too much negativity in the world for everything to, that's going on to be going on. Like, we need to stop treating each other as objects. Remember that we're all just human beings trying to live a life. That we want peace and prosperity for everyone. So, just... Respect yourselves, respect women, respect your neighbor, respect everyone in your community, whether they're gay, straight, bi, uh, transgender, it doesn't matter who the person is, treat them with the same respect that you will want to be treated with. Life is too short and we can't keep going on this way. I'm 25. My friends are 26, 24, 23. And, you know, I'm in that age range now where all my friends are now starting to get married. And they're starting... One of my friends has two kids. And she's an amazing mom. And she has two boys. And I know those boys are going to grow up to be outstanding men because of who their parents are. My brother has a daughter. I have a niece. I have two nieces. My sister's kid is damn near close to my age. It, it's almost like a little sister. But um, it, it's this. Us in our 20s to 30s. I want to say 30s. Yeah, let's, let's say like 29s. Us in our 20s. Let's just cap it at that. Us in our 20s. We are the generation... That is setting the examples now. Some of y'all, excuse me, are a little younger. Stop eating motherfucking Tide Pods. Alright? You're dumb. (laughs) I'm gonna cap it at that. Y'all dumb. Wash your damn hands. It's still COVID season out here. Until we have zero cases or vaccine, it's still COVID. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves if you want to, but wash your damn hands. All in all, what I'm trying to say is, we are now the pillars of the generation. A lot of us could run for government or political offices right now. 25 and up, baby. 25 and up. We are smarter than what the last generation thinks we are. They don't understand us because we're more technologically advanced compared to what they had. We're more progressive in our ideals than they are. So my plea to you today, if you took nothing else from my Father's Day podcast episode... 
be better, do better, raise your children to respect everyone, stop preaching hate. Very simple rule my father lives by. I don't give a fuck what you are or who you are. As long as you respect me, I will respect you and we can get along just great. Respect everybody. Because at the end of the day, we're all just human beings. And part of being human beings is respect one another. But to me, to any male listeners, any uh, male any men, any male, review what you think it means to be a man. If you're not including respect to women and respect to others, or if your behavior has been less than satisfactory with yourself, maybe you don't even notice it. Ask a friend. Don't be a creep. Respect women. Respect their boundaries. It's, it's a growing process, you know? We may not even realize that we're doing it, but examine your behavior. Learn, adapt, grow. Because too many of y'all getting caught up on stupid shit. Consent is important. No means no. Yes means yes. Always ask for consent. Because you don't know what what's going on. Whether it be to touch, to kiss. Be safe. Don't be sorry. Most importantly, handle your business. Be a man. And with that, thank you for listening to the Everyday Eddie podcast. Love y'all. Happy Father's Day.